right, hey everybody, this is Sarah. This is Mujib. And welcome to episode eight, I can't believe it, episode eight. That means this is our eighth week of recording. And today we're going to talk about joy and passion. Those are two of my favorite topics, definitely. That's so awesome. I love joy and passion. I love joy and passion. And, you know, we've, you know, as always, we've been getting into it deep and, and having these, you know, deep conversations. We've covered grief. You know, last week was heavy. We were talking about trust. And today we just wanted to talk about joy, talk about passion, what makes us feel good, because Mm -hmm. that's also really important to recognize and cultivate. Totally, totally. And I love that cultivation is a word that you used there because it is the reality around can I determine the things that bring me joy and that I'm passionate about, and then can I cultivate the things that are going to reinforce that, meaning like, if I know that I like a certain type of food, can I always make sure that I have access to it? Or if I know that I love a certain type of person, can I make it so that my life is surrounding me by these people? You know, mm. And there's also some intentionality behind that, mm-hmm. right? If it's something that you can cultivate, there's intention there. And it, and it also says that we have some kind of control over, you know, joy and passion right. and that it's not just something that overcomes us or happens to us, but it's something that we can really you know, create, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which I love. Yeah. Yeah. I've been thinking about that, that a lot in a lot of different ways, just the idea of like, what are the things that, that we think are just supposed to happen to us, Mm -hmm, you know, versus mm -hmm. like what we have control over, you know, and so much of joy and, and personal expression. And, you know, we've talked about this in a lot of different instances, but so much of the, the way that we present ourselves is more, well, I'll speak from my own personal experience. So much of the way that I've presented myself in my life has been more dictated by the scenario or the group or the whatever lifestyle that I find myself in mm-hmm. um, until most recently and earlier before those times where what I'm into is really just based on what it is that I want to get into. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. not, I'm not acting a certain way based on the community around me requiring me to act a certain way. I'm acting a certain way based on how I want to act, and, I'm, and I am in turn attracting the community around me that mm-hmm. supports being that way. So by finding the things that make me joyous, most likely I'm going to start attracting that joy into my life. Yeah, and you know what I'm thinking about as you say that is the authenticity piece. Mm-hmm. So authenticity being something that we talked about, you know, when I, when I think about joy and passion, that comes from a place of authenticity, you know, that I am, you know, what am I passionate about? What is authentically me or like what really charges me up and gets me going? Right. So Mm -hmm. that's, that's a window into who I am or who you are. And that's, that's that authenticness, you know, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know about you. Like I can't, I'm not good at faking joy or faking passion. I just can't do that. Um, so if you see me in this sort of heightened state of, you know, me doing what brings me the most joy and what I'm passionate about, like you are seeing, you are seeing me. Mm-hmm. And I love that. You know, I love that window. So, you know, Mujib, what brings you joy or what, what are some of your passions? Like wow. what just really fires you up? Yeah. Um, for me, family is definitely a massive one. And it's not, it's not just because of the generic answer of oh my family brings me joy it's because of the interactions that come with with my family being a source of my joy so Mm -hmm. if I look at my wife and and our our interaction with each other on a day-to-day basis so much of that is reinforcing 
all of the things that I love about that person, mm-hmm. even if it is that that person challenges me. Yeah. You know, I love the, the challenge. I love the, the, the necessity to step beyond what it is that I'm used to bringing in order to meet somebody else where they're coming from, you know, and vice versa, whether it's like presenting more of myself or kind of stepping back in that time period and, and letting that person have a little bit more of the floor or sharing that mic a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can say that that's going to be the same with so many people in my family. So for me, interactions with those people, like for instance, somebody came to like a family dinner with, with me and my wife some, at some point went down to DC and they said, you know, I couldn't, I never have imagined a family of people enjoying each other's company so much, mm-hmm. you know? And I said it to somebody before, it's like, for me, my brother and my sister and my mother, they are my audience. Like, they, they are my target demographic for my sense of humor, for the way that I present my appearance. Like, I am essentially trying to impress those people. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to make them laugh. I'm trying to, it's, it's the laughter that, and I'm a youngest child too, so for me, it was always that. I was always the one at the table who was gonna cut up a little bit more. Um, but in the way that we interact with each other, you know, my mother might have that same personality about her sister and her mother. Mm-hmm. And then her sister might have a similar personality to the way that she's, she's you know, showing herself to us. Like, we're all kind of trying to, not just impress each other, but recognize each other. And it all definitely comes around that authenticity. And so for me, that's like, if I can think of like one of, if I had a list of three things that bring me the most joy, they're gonna revolve, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes one is gonna create a certain level of joy and that's gotta be on top. And then another one's gonna switch that top place. Um, But out of those three things that are always gonna bring me joy, time spent with my folks and my family, whether it's around a table or in a different place, different country, um, that's, I live my life for those moments, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. How about you? That's awesome. Well, it's awesome to hear you say that. Mine, you know, I was thinking about top three just because you said top three, but, Um, entertaining and performing is huge for me in terms of bringing joy Um, and by extension it's sort of like seeing you know to have have an audience and have you know the energy that you're putting out there and kind of seeing that reverberate and reciprocate that's just always been huge for me Um, and and that's why you know I've been so lucky to do what I do which is what I call fitness entertainment and so that's just it's a great source of joy for me. And, and with that, it's, you know, I get to play music or either I'm the one singing or I'm, or I'm playing music and just kind of seeing that, that cultivation of joy and that spreading. So that's huge for me. And then, you know, we had our pre-conversation and I talked about food. <laughs> <laughs> food brings me immense joy. <clears throat> Sorry, I have a frog in my throat. Um, yeah, just like not so much cooking because I'm not, I don't really, this is interesting. I don't get a lot of joy out of cooking food, which is interesting, but I get immense joy out of eating food um, and enjoying other folks cooking. And a huge part of sort of the joy that's cultivated in my in my partnership or in my relationship is revolves around food. And and I I am with a chef. He's a great chef, and he can cook anything. And his food's amazing. And and so that's been a huge reason that we're together (laughs) you know like he loves to cook and we enjoy his food together and that's that's just a huge thing and it's a real source of like unbridled authentic joy Mm -hmm. around that um so yeah I mean (laughs) food and like entertaining people well it it makes me think of self-expression yeah you know like like 
the the ability to express oneself fully and authentically again you know mm -hmm. like like your partner's ability to create a beautiful meal like he's a chef so he loves to do that he loves to probably watch you take that first bite and ask you how is it mm -hmm. and you know there's probably certain things that I'll put in front of you that he's just really waiting to see that look on your face mm -hmm. when you take that bite of it and so you're enjoying somebody's personal self-expression their personal presentation of mm -hmm. something that they're passionate about yeah um Likewise, when you look at yourself presenting uh, fitness or fitness entertainment, mm -hmm. you have people that are coming to you because you are again presenting your own passion. You know, mm -hmm. and then when I think about my family and my interactions with them, or another thing that's on my list is just that physical expression. Like, yeah. I am overjoyed by physical expression, and it doesn't necessarily mean that it's always going to be like I can do the thing that I'm trying to do like maybe I can't actually physically do the thing that I am trying to do but in my attempt to get better at it it those are the things that kind of like drive me and mm -hmm. and they they bring me a lot of joy like you know it's something as simple as like I was trying years ago to be able to open all my toes mm -hmm. you know like I never thought about that's it hard. before yeah yeah right <laughs> but for some people it's totally easy every time I mention it to somebody that's easy for they just start wiggling their toes oh. around you know but for me like I felt like Uma Thurman in Kill Bill, like mm -hmm. talking to my big toe, trying to get it to stay there while my <laughs> middle toe moved, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but even as simple as that is, for me, that, that, that conversation that I'm having with my own body, mm. where I'm trying to understand a part of me a little bit better so that I can embody it a little bit more, mm -hmm. that itself is again one of my top three things and mm. that could be you know that could be in a physical relationship through sexuality and through things like like passion and and expressing my own physical prowess mm -hmm. that's going to bring me a lot of joys it could be me by myself like building myself up and expressing like you know my strength or my endurance or my stamina like that's going to bring me a lot of joy mm. like anything where I can have those moments where I'm looking at my own personal self-expression mm -hmm. um particularly my physical self-expression, um, it brings me a lot of joy. Mm. And, and again, that goes back to, because for me, that, that is an expression of my own passion. I'm passionate about movement. I'm passionate about physical prowess. Like those are always things, you know, you could be a fly on the wall when I was 14 years old. I'm probably shadow boxing in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. If you go back to me eight years old, I'm probably like figuring out the best way to bounce the ball off the wall so that it comes back to me wherever I want it to and playing mm -hmm. basketball by myself or tennis with myself or something like that. I didn't really play tennis. I was just like taking a <laughs> tennis ball and throwing it against the wall, you know? Yeah. Um, but like those things, again, those, those like expressions of my own personal passions oh. and, and self-expression. So th this is, you know, the wheels are turning and I keep thinking about, we don't have any discussion notes, so this is really just, mm -hmm. we're going to see where this goes today. But I think a lot about, you know, when people say things like, oh, live your passion, mm -hmm. you know, or you hear, you may hear a lot of like self-help gurus talk about, you know, if you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. And, and you know, yes, there's some truth to that. I feel like that can be a little bit of a trap for some people. Um, and, you know, I think about all those people who, I feel very fortunate that I, I, I do love what I do when I talk about fitness entertainment. Like, that is my passion, and I have turned that passion into uh, a way of life, into an income, a way, you know, to, to, to pay the bills, to take care of my, my personal family. Um, and I feel very lucky in that, and I know that that's not available to every person out there, that they may, 
you know, they may be doing one thing and that it puts food on the table and then their passions are something else, you know, what they do on their spare time, for example. Um, you know, I remember getting asked a question, you know, people would always say like, you know, list your occupation, list your hobbies. And I always had a hard time with that because like my hobbies are listening to music and working out and I'm like, but wait, that's what I do for a living. Mm -hmm. And so there was this intersection of sort of passion and, and, and ability to sort of to do that on a daily basis. But I also recognize that that's, that's a, a privilege as well. You know, I recognize that, you know, to just sort of, I, I feel like it's almost a little negligent to just say, yeah, go out and like live your passion, like make it happen. And I use the term negligence only because I think we do, we do have to be careful and mindful that, you know, of, of, the, the, the reality of the day-to-day that for, for a lot of folks, it's just like, you know what, I've got to make sure that my basic needs are met. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, how can I find joy and, and other things and, and passion and all this stuff? So, you know, I do try to, I just, you know, think about when, when folks talk about that in a way that, you know, I feel very lucky that I, that I even have that intersection. Mm-hmm. That for me, that, that, that joy and that passion is literally something that I've been able to cultivate into, you know, a job. Um, so I recognize that and I don't know if you have any similarities or, or, you know, what you think about, because I just think, I think there's a lot of people, you know, when you look at sort of your heroes and your mentors and, you know, maybe it can feel a little easy for them to say like, oh yeah, you know, man, just go after like what you want and, and not knowing like there's a lot that needs to happen. Um, and so, you know, like you and I, you know, we're able to sit here and have this conversation and feel so blessed and so lucky to do that. But yeah, there's been a a lot of years for us to even be able to say like, Mm -hmm. this is what I'm passionate about. This is why I'm joyful. And here's, you know, there's a lot of steps, right? Right. You know, I don't know. How do you feel about that? It really, it brings my mind to a certain place and I'm going to refer to a part of last week's episode on trust Mm -hmm. where. You know, and I think that by referring to this part of that episode, you'll relate to what I'm about to say. But there comes a time in pursuing a passion as a vocation, right? Like I'm trying to, like, there's a phrase that comes into my mind, like somebody would say, like, make your avocation your vocation. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, make the thing that you love, the thing that you do for work, that Mm -hmm. sort of idea. Um, There comes a point in time where there's a line in which it starts to waver. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I love is becoming so much like work that it's starting to not become something that I really love to do as much. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and for me, um, that's really what that makes me think of. I remember these times where I've, I've been burned out by, by doing too much. You know, yeah. like I've, 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 I've been so successful at pursuing my passion quote unquote, right? Now, if I, if I really want to look back at that moment, like maybe I did feel a little bit more scarce at the time so that I was trying a little bit more to mm. make the machine run versus just sitting back and enjoying the fact that the machine was running, you yeah. know? Um, where when I look back to those time periods, if I can look at my own eyes in the mirror and try to like project myself back to my, pat- my previous self, if I could send myself back to 2012 and tell myself like, hey, just take a second and breathe and remember the fact that you're doing the thing that you wanted to be doing. Mm-hmm. But right now, this is just what that looks like. So for me, there's, um, there are those realities that it's easy to, to, again, like you said, it's live your passion and make it seem easy. Right. Um, but in doing that, it's like you gotta, I've had to overcome my self-doubt. I've had to mm-hmm. overcome my limitations and my knowledge based on and so forth. So in me living my passion, it hasn't always been 
joyous in that moment mm-hmm. unless I look back in hindsight and I see the elements of my lifestyle from the outside looking in that were giving me joy. But at mm-hmm. the time, I might not have had any at all. Like I remember saying to a person that I hung out with a lot at that time, I said, look, man, we're not enjoying ourselves. Like we're working like crazy. We have people coming in, we have classes, we're pushing all of our stuff online or building all of our, our infrastructure for our businesses. But what are we doing for enjoyment? Like we don't mm-hmm. go to the beach when it's the summertime. We're working when it's the mm-hmm. summertime. Like we're not we're not laying out just to lay out. Like we're laying out because we're burned out. Like mm-hmm. where's our actual joy coming from? And for me, in my own moment, that was really the start of a turning point that let me know that I needed to cultivate more joy in my life. Yeah. Or else the very thing that I was passionate about was going to burn me out and I probably wasn't going to want to do it anymore. You know? That is so valuable. Mm. I think everybody needs to rewind. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to that again. Right. Because that's so true. Mm. And we can get so caught up and so lost, you know, and, and forget to savor mm-hmm. moments, mm-hmm. simple joys. Mm-hmm. You know, really, you know, in our pre-conversation, we talked about, you know, even we threw in the word happiness and this being, you know, is it a destination? You know, some people act like it's a destination. Oh, you know, or when I accumulate X, Y, and Z, that's when I can finally fill in the blank or that's when I'll finally feel fulfilled, happy, whatever. And, you know, you kind of get going in that rat race and you realize like that's not exactly true, you know, Um, maybe for some people. Um, I don't think it's true for me, but yeah, you know, taking that pause, am I enjoying this? Am I enjoying the journey? Am I enjoying this ride, you know, that I'm on? Um, and how can I step back? And, and I know that, you know, I struggle with that Mm -hmm. all the time. Like, have Um, you ever gone out to eat with somebody who's impatient to leave? Like they, they finish their meal. And they sit back and they're just ready to go. Yeah. And like, like, it's almost like, like, like I gotta (laughs) eat faster now to, I've, I've always been the last person to get up from that table. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, if all of my friends got up and walked out to the car, I'm, I'm still sitting there and savoring my last bite, you know, yeah. because it's delicious mm-hmm. and there's no reason for me to rush for the sake of somebody else telling me that I need to rush. And it, and it, and, and that's what that kind of makes me think of because again, if we're not taking the time to savor what it is that we're doing in the moment, I have to ask myself, like, why is that? Mm. Like, what mm-hmm. what has me not being able to recognize that I have everything that I asked for ahead mm. of time? Oh, so this is making me think of something. So um, for those of you that don't know, my, I, my zodiac sign, I'm a Sagittarius. I'm a fire sign. And my partner happens to be a water sign. He's a Pisces. So, you know, that brings about interesting <laughs> conflicts and so on. But, you know, I've learned many, many lessons from him. And we found ourselves for a period of our relationship hanging out with a group of people that we realized when we stepped back, when we were hanging out with these people, we were always talking about what we were gonna do the next time we hung out. Or we were always talking about like the trip we wanted to take. And you know, one night after hanging out, my boyfriend's like, have you ever noticed that nobody's actually enjoying what we're doing like in the moment, we're always talking about what we're gonna do or the next thing or this trip or the, we're talking about stuff we're not actually doing. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't really thought about it because I was, I was all in like, oh yeah, man, I'll, yeah, let's go to Vegas or you know, whatever. It was just always planning this next thing. And before you know it, like the night was over and I don't think we actually enjoyed our time together. Mm-hmm. 
And that just really made me think about kind of stopping and, you know, are, you know, kind of evaluating, like slowing down, like, can I just be in this moment, like sipping my drink or, or whatever it is, you know? Um, or am I just always thinking about, is my brain always like, what's next? What's the next level? Like, what's the next epic thing we can just check off the list? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that was just, it was really something I hadn't really thought about. And I was so happy that he brought that to my attention. And then, you know, our, we started to shift and hang out with different people. We were like, you know what, I guess that's not our vibe. Like, you know, we just want to be in a space to just kind of enjoy, like be in this moment. Um, so I don't know, that's what that made me think of a little bit, yeah. you know? Yeah, it's savoring, savoring the things that bring us joy. Yeah. You know, not rushing that. And, you know, it's, I don't know, it's, it's so easy to speak from a standpoint and not because we don't have the time for me to tell you everything that it took for me to get here right you know like to this point of of not just contentment but like joy like Mm -hmm. the thing that i'm going back to after this conversation the conversation itself the thing that i came from Mm -hmm. like it gives me butterflies just Mm -hmm. thinking about the way that my life runs right now um but it took that recognition of I'm doing something that I don't want to do mm-hmm. and let me gear myself towards that which I want to do you know mm-hmm. if I want to enjoy the moment more let me gear myself towards enjoying the moment more you know mm-hmm. let me so now the people that I sit around with like we're going to have conversations for half an hour after dinner's done we might order another round of something you know mm-hmm. what I mean it's like it's it's it is that savoring I'm here for the company mm-hmm. that I'm having I'm not necessarily here to check this off my list and get on to the next thing. Oh, we said we're going to have dinner with friends. Boom, checked off, and now let's go. And then we said we're going to watch a movie. Checked off, now let's go. And it's not like, forget, again, it, it goes back into something simple. Like if I'm watching a movie, to use that as an example, if I'm watching a movie with my wife, it, I don't care what the movie is, Right. actually. Right. Like I, don't, I could care less about the movie. Yeah. I could care less about the plot of the movie. In fact, I probably already know what's going to happen in the movie. I'm not watching the movie at all for Especially the movie. Especially if it's like a Michael Bay movie or something. Right, 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 <laughs> right, exactly. Shout out to Michael Bay, though. Like, the guy works real hard. I'm, yeah, okay. I'm just joking. <laughs> I was going to say, we're, we're waiting to find something we really disagree on. We want to have that on-air disagreement. We'll get there, guys. We'll get there. <laughs> but, but, you know, like, but that is very true. Like, if it's a, if, if it's like, um, a typical hero wins at the end and all the enemies are dead and you know they shot a million rounds and nobody missed but all their enemies missed like I don't want anything to do with that as a movie you know uh, but at the same time like I'll watch that with my wife if she's feeling that in that moment not that she ever really wants to watch those movies but like a great example is my sister mm-hmm. my sister is a Marvel nerd mm-hmm. like she loves that shit. yeah and She's a she's a nerd. She's a genius. You're and outing she loves your sister. That oh, on, she knows it. Okay. Love, I love you so much, Navira. Um, and I'm so proud of you because it, it, in pursuing those nerdish passions, she is now living the life that she wants to live professionally. You That's know, awesome. she's writing the stories that she wants to write because she saw that she wanted to do something that was more in her passion mm-hmm. and less in her profession. Mm-hmm. Right? She went to school mm-hmm. for for being a certain type of professional, but that that profession didn't feed her passion so she moved to her passion but like i'll watch thor ragnar with my sister i would never watch that movie by myself you know (laughs) and while i'm watching with my sister i'm going to be 
interacting more with her experience and my experience of interacting with my sister in this moment mm. than I am to be interacting with the movie. So again, if it was just the movie, then maybe I don't have any joy in this mm. moment. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe I'm not that satisfied or satiated with this moment. But if the goal is to spend this time with my sister and to love this fact that I'm with her in this moment, then and I can recognize that mm-hmm. and, and I can, again, what, what we used earlier, the, the word, if I can appreciate that, mm-hmm. then I'm going to reap so much joy out of it and beyond and beyond. And in fact, I'm reaping even more joy out of it simply from having a conversation about it right mm-hmm. now, you know? So like it's the tenfold joy by recognizing in that moment what it is that I'm actually even passionate about in this moment. If you and I sit down to have a meal, maybe my passion is sitting with you and having the meal. Maybe your passion is having the food, Mm -hmm. but in having the food, then I, then I take your passion and I say, let me get, Ooh, yeah, it is delicious. Mm -hmm. And I start Mm -hmm. having the passion. And then by you watching how I'm interacting with the food, maybe you're like, damn, like, I really like hanging out with Mujib, you know? Mm -hmm. And then that passion is again, tenfold because we are, we're taking the time to express ourselves and to kind of like embody the expressions of our passion at that Mm. point in time like you know joy is so personal yet i i think it's very contagious Mm -hmm. you know um and you know one thing that i've been thinking about and maybe it's on the minds of other people is you know when we're having this difficult time individually collectively right now on so many different levels you know how much more important is it to have joy in your life Mm -hmm. and you know, there can be levels of shame or guilt associated with that, you know, like, oh, you know, can I, should I even be feeling joyful right now? Yes, I think it's so important to the human experience that to, to, to spread joy and be joyful and, and, but I really do believe that it is this contagious feeling to just, you know, put ourselves in position of, of, are being in joyful proximity, mm, mm. <laughs> if that, that makes sense, you know, yeah. um, because like you said, you know, if I'm, I may be in a situation where I'm, I might not be feeling particularly joyful or passionate, and then I watch something or I see see someone, I witness something, I hear something, and then I just by again like by proximity, like I'm like, wow, that person is really, mm. you know, I start to see somebody dancing, and then I start to like my mm. shoulders are going <laughs> up and down, right. And I, I just, I love that idea of just finding joy in company and that it just kind of, it spreads, it's contagious. Mm. It really makes me think of why then music can be so empowering and can instill such an emotion of joy. Mm. Like for instance, I have a song I love, it's called Lightning. Uh, it's by Rico Nasty. And Rico Nasty is from like Prince George's County, like around the area that I come from around DC. And you know like her flow in it is great like her voice sounds amazing the video for it is beautiful she goes from singing to this like really gritty rico nasty nerdy rap style um she's ratchet she's rapping about ratchet shit um all the different things that i love are coming through this music but it's not just that that brings me joy it is the realization that this is the voice and the expression of a woman who is realizing her dream Mm-hmm. And because of that, I can put that song on and I can listen to it. And this is this is more of like a hindsight reality for me. Like it, it took like I think it was like Kendrick Lamar. Mm-hmm. And when there was a, a specific video that came out some years ago where like Snoop 
and the game and corrupt are all on a stage mm-hmm. and they're basically letting Kendrick Lamar know like we're passing you the torch for the West Coast like you are mm-hmm. the one now mm-hmm. and he's bawling mm-hmm. he's crying he's like Kendrick Lamar is on stage gangster ass dude mm-hmm. surrounded by gangsters is like crying and they're like hugging him up and trying to laughing about the fact that he's crying you know what I mean but the reality is like here's a dude that grew up listening to these people's music mm-hmm. and in this moment that they're passing him the torch he's realizing his dream Mm. he's realizing his vision he's realizing the fact that he persevered through all the times that he needed to persevere to and now here he is on the stage living his dream so when i listen to kendrick lamar's music i hear that fact Mm. like here's a man who's listening you're listening to a man who is actualized you're listening to a man who's living his passion who is and every time he gets in front of the mic you know that and he presents that too drake makes me think of that too like he's there these are people that that wanted what they have so bad that now that they have it, they just express it with the most open creativity and joy that they can put forth. Even mm-hmm. if the song that they're rapping about or singing about isn't a particularly happy topic. Mm-hmm. It's just the fact, like sometimes I listen to these folks that are making this music and it doesn't have to be rap, it could be from any genre. And I'm, I'm, I'm picturing that time spent in the studio. Mm-hmm. I'm picturing the first time they listen to that final cut. And I'm like, that's also what what I'm taking from this music. Like I'm not just it's not just the beat that I'm mm-hmm. hearing. Mm-hmm. It's the triumphantness of the fact that when you hear Metro Booming's name, at some point nobody knew his name. Mm-hmm. And now everybody knows who is it. If you listen to that genre mm-hmm. rap, everybody mm-hmm. knows who Metro Booming mm-hmm. is. That's triumph. A lot yeah. of people didn't make it to that point and he had plenty chances to stop. And for me and for you, I think that in our professional roles as as trainers and as teachers and instructors and leaders, that's why people enjoy us so much mm-hmm. is because we're two people that are recognizing everything that it took to get us to this point and we're expressing our own personal passion for what it is that we're doing and people are soaking that up. Mm. So when you talk about like seeing the joy of somebody else and having that affect you, you know, I, I can totally relate to that because I ask myself oftentimes, what is it about this specific combination of things that makes me smile so big yeah and it's not just the bass or it's not just the the treble it sometimes it is like the whole story that goes into that and especially if i know somebody's story deeper oh my god don't get me started like give me the background of some of this yeah. stuff like listen i told you we were listening to pharrell and steve stout talk mm-hmm. um but i was also before that i was listening to the rizza and steve stout mm-hmm. talk and the rizza was talking about like those guys were making like um the jizza, like when the MCs came mm-hmm. to fill out the name, mm-hmm. and they they made that song up when they were fourteen mm-hmm. years old, mm-hmm. you know, and like that, then that was just something that they did to like warm themselves up, and they just go back and forth with that little flow. Mm-hmm. That's one of the best, most classic hip hop songs that came out of the nineties, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. On one of the most classic albums that came mm-hmm. out of the nineties, and this is just people doing what they're doing, expressing themselves, expressing their passion. So when you give me that backstory, uh, it's over. Mm. You know, I love it. Yeah, and I, you know, I I love the way that sort of music translate that translates that for others and this circles back to something we talked about a few episodes ago. I kind of mentioned, you know, my staff and how I train other folks to to do what I do, which again, this fitness entertainer, this cycling instructor, we really use music as, you know, um, is that interlocutor, like that's the, that's the power, sort of that's the magic. And, you know, I'll, I'll reiterate, I'll say it again. I always tell my instructors, you know, play what fires you up, 
play what just just makes you feel passionate that speaks to you because of that contagious nature of it and if people see you going off and you're just really into it you know it may be a song or a genre of music that they might not choose on their own or maybe have never even heard of but you know they're going to start to like just vibe with you on it and so you know people it's very strange like um and I miss this so much and I talked to Mujib over the weekend we we co-teach a class on Saturdays if you're in the area if you're in Burlington every Saturday nine o'clock kettlebells um well Mujib teaches the class I'm his hype woman (laughs) it's a good combination I'm just picking songs and dancing (laughs) around speaking of joy and passion right and Um, the contagiousness of it because when you start doing that it in our shared experience there, it elevates my expression that much more because, yeah. like I said, the first time that I watched you high step down the line of people, <laughs> I was like, my whole, it was like a, a light bulb went off in my head. I'm like, I have to embody that shit when I'm yeah. teaching, you know, so yeah. sorry. You got to check it out. Yeah, it's so worth fun. the price of admission. We don't charge enough, actually. <laughs> um, know your worth. Anyway, um, so yeah, it's it's very strange. So when I'm and I miss this when I'm up on the when I'm up on the bike and in front of a crowd and and so I said this on Saturday to Mujib, you know, I'm today's the I have to vocalize it. Today's the six months that my business has been closed um, from a traditional quote normal perspective. So I'm still running my business. I'm you know did the pivot, doing a lot of different things to just keep keep the dream alive, keep the community going. But um, we are not open for traditional indoor cycling. You know, that's big groups of people inside, can't do it. Um, But it's so strange. Like when I was really hitting my stride on the bike and just vibing with the music and coaching, it is like an out-of-body experience. And, you know, I don't know if you ever feel that way if not coaching or like when you were up on stage, you know, emceeing or whatever. But to just... I can't even I can't even describe it like the class would end and sometimes I'd be like I don't know half the things that I said like I don't know what came out of my mouth I just feel like I was on this plane or something you know and it was just like we just had the room and we had the energy and it was just it was just like pure passion joy like all of these things and when it comes together like I think you said earlier today not on air but earlier you used the word cosmic like it's just this it's powerful it's powerful energy um, and so I would always joke, jokingly say like, oh yeah, I black out all the time when I'm, <laughs> when I'm teaching, but there's some truth to it. It's almost like you're just, you know, and uh, you know, I don't want to com- necessarily compare myself to, you know, like Nicki Minaj or other greats, but you know, sometimes people talk about, you know, these alter egos are going into these other mind states really when they're performing or, you know, it's, it's, you know, that's maybe another topic, but it's just really interesting when you're, when you're just kind of like locked in that pursuit of your passion and what really drives you. It can be, you know, it's a very, it's just heightened. It's like, it's elation, you know, it's really, it's really interesting. Um, so I don't know. I miss that. I really miss it. You know, just to be totally honest, it's like when you, you know, when you're, when you love what you do and it's taken from you, it's like, you know, you know, we're finding ways around it. We're, we're doing the best we can, but you know, I definitely like to be totally transparent and honest. Like I miss it a lot, mm-hmm. you know? And you know, there's something to be said for your, there's obviously like your own, that, that emotion that you hold, that you miss it. Yeah. And then there's going to be the compounded effect that, all those other people miss it too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And all those other people, like, 
it, that's, that's the thing about reverberating joy. It has mm. to have something to bounce back off mm. of. So it's, you know, it's, 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 it is the experience that you have, but like you said before, that experience can't exist without a room full of people. Right. So simultaneously that you're feeling your own, your own, you know, emotions around missing it and grief around having that thing be taken from you, um, you're sharing that also with all those people that wish that they could be here too with mm. you too. So there's something to be honored in that experience too, not to take it away by any means, yeah, yeah. but to honor what that is. Like that guy that pulled up in the in the bus and was like, When are you opening again? Right. Oh you know? yeah. And like like that 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 feeling and that love that people have for that experience that they're taking away from being here and being in that moment and being around you pursuing your passions. Um, which is why a lot of those people are listening right now. Yeah. You know, I was talking to my mom about, she was listening to the podcast and she was like, you know, it really feels like you all are just, she's like, I don't agree with everything that you're saying. Like, it's not my vibe necessarily, but I love listening to it because it just sounds like you're presenting yourself so fully. And I said, you know, well, there's a whole aspect of this podcast that was born out of the fact that there's a large percentage of what we do as professionals that is just the interaction that people are having with us, Mm -hmm. you know, like, to take it back to music and like listening to music and having somebody vibe with you, I can have a 55 year old woman turned up to young thug because of my love for that music. And she might not understand a word that's coming out of his mouth, but she's going to be down when I rewind it and give it to her and tell her what it is because she's like, I can see in your face that this is awesome. And I want to feel that awesomeness. And then afterwards she might be like, you know what? When I work out at home myself, I put young thug on sometimes that's like on my playlist. I call it my Muji playlist. So part of doing this podcast is to give our voice back to you all who are listening mm-hmm. to give to present ourselves and have this even though we're not in the same room having this conversation it's so that we can have this conversation with you that we might not be having because of the circumstances and i believe that a lot of folks that are listening are listening to also take that away so mm-hmm. that they can have that candid time with us again yeah you know well you know, shout out to your mom and for your mom's honesty. Shout out to all the moms because I love my mom <laughs> also yes. called me. And maybe this is a mom thing. She definitely told me all the things that she <laughs> either didn't agree with or <laughs> how we could make it better. And I was like, thank you so much for your input, mom. I love you. Um, <laughs> so shout out to the moms out there. But what I think is important about, you know, even what this is, and we talk about, you know, what are we doing here? Um, you know, this isn't a podcast that's going to tell you how to live your life. This isn't, you know, we're not sitting here really trying to dispense advice. Um, you know, it's, it really is, you know, we come up with these topics pretty organically and it's, this is our conversation, you know, it's, it, it's again, like, this is an example of Sarah and Mujib interacting and riffing on these certain topics. And, um, you know, I, it's awesome that people are listening and, you know, I would, I would just put this out there that, you know, we do legitimately want to hear from you, mm-hmm. you know, and let us know if, if, you know, if something that we said, let us know if there's something that we said and you're like, no, or that's, that rubbed me this way, or, you know, or this made me think about this, you know, it's, you know, you put yourself out there, you know, you think about something like this, like, this is pretty vulnerable, Mm -hmm. like what we're sitting here and we're doing, not only with each other, you know, this, 
this is a vulnerable state to be in if you and I are just having a private conversation and opening up to one other human being. You're like, okay, we're not only doing that like for the first time on a lot of these topics, we're also like letting as many people are going to listen in, listen in on it. <sighs> Sorry for bringing that to your attention. <laughs> like, okay, stop the recording. Um, so yeah, it's, you know, I just, and I don't mean to sound like I'm tooting my own horn here or like tooting our collective horn, but it's just, you know, again, it's, it is almost just kind of experimental. Like we're just talking, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, and seeing where it goes. Um, and, and I, and I love that other people, like if, if we can just spark an idea or encourage a conversation for other folks to have with people that either are important to them or, st- or, you know, whatever, then that's cool. I feel like that we've done something really cool, totally, you totally, know, totally. Um, or even if it, you know, if it gets us talking to our moms, <laughs> 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 you know, that's awesome too. I love, I love any excuse to talk to my mom. So, um, I hope you're listening, mom. Let me know what you think. Yeah. I can't wait to meet you. <laughs> I, right. Totally I want to meet your mom. Yeah. I want to, you know, and I love this too, because, you know, truly like as, as we are getting to know each other, you know, every, every time we're sitting here and we're sort of unearthing and uncovering other things I'm like I want to meet your brother like you know or there's you know there's people in your life that you've spoken about that I'm like oh man like I want to you know I want to meet these people and 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 vice versa or whatever but it's it's just a cool process it's literally you know how many how many opportunities do we get you know to to literally just sort of document your learning about another person Mm. Mm mm-hmm it's kind of cool, right. you know? Um, Which I would even probably wager that that's something that you and I are both pretty passionate about, is getting to know people's stories and getting to know a little bit more about the people that we're interested in. You know what I mean? I would agree with that. And I think that probably sets us apart in our industry because, you know, and I don't know where everybody's listening from or what their experiences are, but... You know, when you think about the gym, for example, you know, you're, you're sort of like classic gym scenario where it's just about it's like getting signing membership contracts and getting people in the door and like, you know, whatever. And maybe they buy a set of personal training, you know, sessions and whatever. And it's it kind of can feel like a little fitness factory because it's a business. And and, you know, anybody that's that's maybe has their own personal studio you know, I, I know for me, you know, I want to, I want to know your name. I want to know your story. I want to know things about your family. Like those things are important to me personally. I'm passionate about that. And I feel the same way about the people that I work with. You know, it's not just, uh, you know, believe it or not, the, you know, the way I've run things like you, you can't actually apply for a job at Rev in case anybody was wondering. Um, you know, we don't advertise for positions, so to speak. It's really kind of like, it's one of those, oh, okay, it's it's a lot less formal than that. And it's kind of like, okay, you're somebody I want to vibe with. You're somebody I want to get to know. It's kind of that process. Okay, you're into this? All right, well, let's, yeah, let's talk about your qualifications, of course. But, you know, are you somebody that I want to interact with and I want to be with like do you have do do you share some of these passions and values and like and that's really important so yeah I think that's a huge difference in sort of just in in a way to do business both from you know the client perspective and in those that you work with so 
you know, yeah, super passionate about that. Passionate, a passion for people. I mean, this is a service industry. I can never really figure out people that are in the service industry that just can't stand people. Right, right. <laughs> you know, and I have my introverted days where I'm just like, no, I'm not a morning person. I can, the list goes on. But, um, but in general, I have a passion for people and people being together and bringing the best out in people and all these like things, right? So yeah, that was always like something I could never figure out, mm. you know. Yeah, I love I love that you just worded that in that way. Like you have a passion for people and bringing the best of people out, because you've built an entire business around that passion, mm. and that's where the success comes from, mm-hmm. you know. And it's not just like, and and you know, again speaking from my own standpoint, like everybody's got their own passions Mm -hmm. and and your passion who's somebody listening your passion might have nothing to do with bringing the best out of some random stranger who has hit you up because they're trying to change some aspect of their life um but me myself it is Mm -hmm. just that like Mm -hmm. if somebody hits me up and they say look man i saw something that you did and it inspired me to want to do that thing in myself come on bring your friends too you know Mm -hmm. what i mean and Mm -hmm. like and if if I'm not the person for you, I'm going to try my damnedest to direct you to the person who's going to be able to give that to you. Yes, you yes, know? yes, yes, right, yes. Right, And because my passion is that you're fulfilled. Yeah. You know? And now you have to realize, too, like, I am a selfless person, but mm-hmm. I'm also a selfish person, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Because I understand that I have to be at my best to be able to deliver that to you, mm-hmm. right? So, like, if I'm not taking care of myself, mm. then when you're coming to me... I might be completely distracted to be able to see that you need something too and I can maybe help you direct that to you. So Mm -hmm. it's not just purely selfless that I'm like, I want to take care of everybody who's listening to this. Um, There is a a specific fulfillment of my own that I'm getting out of that. You know, there is some some sort of itch of my own that I'm scratching when Mm -hmm. I help somebody find it, what they they want to do. Um, But, you know, for me, like, my success is built on the fact that my number one passion is to help somebody else get whatever it is that they're coming to me asking me for, even if I'm not the person to give it to them, you know? Yeah, totally. Absolutely. And I, you know, I was nodding my head when you were saying, you know, the, if I'm not the person to do it, I, I legitimately want to help you find someone that can, or just at least point you in the right direction. You know, um, another thing that I miss, you know, uh, once a month or twice a month, I would teach an intro to cycling class. And, you know, I'll be honest, it was the class that I would always dread the most. And then the one that I would always, when it was over, it was the always the most fulfilling class to teach. And the, and the reason is because I'd get people that usually were brand new to indoor cycling one way or another, or had tried it and absolutely hated it. And good on them, you know, had decided I'm going to give this another shot or I'm going to try this someplace else. So I used to love the challenge of having a room full of new people and skeptics, right? Because I felt like, okay, it was like my chance to say, you know, here's a, here's the introduction, you know, here, you know, I hope you love it. But one thing that I always said, and I legitimately felt this way was, you know, I really appreciate your time and giving your time in this hour and being open-minded and sort of experimenting this indoor cycling thing to see if you like it. But if this is not the thing that moves you, is if this is not something that you're joyful about, that you're passionate about, I really want you to find something that does spark that joy and passion so that you move. And, and this is purely sort of from a, from a fitness perspective. Like I wanted these people to find something that they 
could get hooked onto. And whether it's kettlebells or, or whether it was CrossFit or hot yoga or, you know, running, whatever, whatever it was, my, my goal was that, you know, find that thing, that joy and movement. And that's joy and movement. Like that's been, you know, the business, finding joy in movement. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and for me, that's where music has always been really critical for that like the joy in the movement is really the music that I'm listening to while I'm moving my body Mm. um so I can't separate those two at least for me but yeah I I love that idea of you know if it's not me that's okay I'll be okay I'm a big girl um but I hope that you find it and if I can help steer you in the right direction or if you can if you tell me okay this wasn't quite my flavor but here's what I'm looking for you know and that's you know, I love being able to, I love being able to refer people to other, like, quality people. Like, I do get, like, I get joy. I get a lot out of that. If I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, you got to work with Mujib. Like, I have the perfect person for you, right? <laughs> right. I, you know, there's something about kind of almost that matchmaking, you know, making that connection with somebody and be like, oh, okay, oh, good, they came and saw you. They loved it. Okay, great. I don't know. I, I get a lot of fulfillment out of that. Right, right. And that shows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> even in the way, like, I'm sure, you know, when you guys listen to this, it is very obvious when I get fired up mm-hmm. about stuff. I start to lean into the microphone. <laughs> I get like really intense. You know, we'll start filming these eventually, right? So you can see it. Um, yeah, you can sort of that. Again, it's that authenticity. It's that sort of organic passion. You know, mm-hmm. sort of that's one thing. You know, how does somebody? How do they talk about? You know, how do you know? Does their facial expression change? Does the rate of speech change? Right, like, you know, right. there are the very, like, visceral things that we can point to. Like, oh, she's fired up Yeah, now. exactly. She's passionate about this. And, you know, that was one of the biggest inspirations for wanting to have an episode like this is because I'm curious as to, like, what are all the things that get us fired up? Yeah. Like, like and, and to try to inspire that in the listener, too. Like, what what is that thing that you could just talk about for mm. a whole hour without me even interrupting you? You know what I mean? Right. And then it's like, if, I would almost have to be like, hey, remember, I'm here. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like that sort of idea. Because I know for myself that that I have those things myself. And um, sometimes in that, you, you can, I can learn a lot about somebody from mm. knowing that thing that gets them fired up. And that thing might not be what gets me fired mm-hmm. up, you know? Uh, and the thing that might get me fired up might not get the other person fired up. But it's again it's the recognition of passion and mm-hmm. it's the recognition of expression of joy that can make me that happy like if i'm listening to something that my friend or my cousin is telling me that they love to do it's i'm happy enough to hear that you love to do it i might never want to do it maybe if i do do it then i might find that i like it a little bit but for the most part it's fine enough for me that you love it and mm-hmm. you know especially again when it comes back to the profession it's important enough to me that you get it mm-hmm. that I'm going to help you find it or I'm going to help direct you to it because I see that there is a there's something that's going to light your spark you know mm-hmm. what I mean there's mm-hmm. something that's going to get your fire built up and if it's not me then I'm going to help you get through me to find it because you at least came in front of me to, to get it you mm-hmm. know what I mean mm-hmm. um, it makes me think of how many like I've done before multiple times I've done like a profile of my clients Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and try to figure out like who are the people that I'm working with really like what is it Mm. about them and listing like all the different things about them and what's so fascinating to me is how many traits that I share with my clients Mm -hmm. you know they Mm -hmm. they love travel they love family I love travel I love family 
You know, they love alternative exercise. I love alternative mm -hmm. exercise. And when I start lining those things up, a lot of them are entrepreneurs or they work for themselves in mm -hmm. some way or another. And, and so we start to, our own passions start to attract those people that right. are also passionate. Right. You know? And not to sound like elitist, but they also start to repel the people that they're not. I had a guy one time, two kettlebell trainers, myself, and there was another trainer in the town. And I ended up in, in a dinner situation, dinner party situation with somebody who had had a couple drinks in him. And he looks at me and he says, tell me why I should work with you instead of the other guy. Mm -hmm. I said, oh, you should work with the other guy. <laughs> he says, what? And I said, oh, the people that work with me don't question whether or not they should work with me or the other guy. Yes. You know, like, yep. that's, that's almost like a prerequisite for working with me. Like yeah. you have to, you're not questioning whether or not you should work with me or them. If you question that, you should work with them, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. like they're trying to compete for your attention. Mm -hmm. I'm just attracting the people who are looking for me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I so, love that. Again, that goes back to passion. That goes back to joy. Because if you find me from looking for me, then you're going to be happy to see me, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know. But it's like working with kids or something like that. Sometimes their parents make them come. They're not as excited. Mm -hmm. And so for me, when working with children, I have to pivot a little bit. Okay, man, what are you excited about? Oh, that? Let's go do that. Let's get your let's get you moving in your joy, you know. And another, you know, another cool thing that I think of is, you know, when you going back to sort of like mentors and motivators. If you go back and and just for yourself personally, I like to assign homework here, mm -hmm. and you, and you see, you know, who you know some of your your mentors and motivators. Like, what authors are they reading? Mm -hmm. You know, who are their trainers? Things like that. So, like for example, you know, if anybody out there listening looks up to me, who do I train with? this guy I'm sitting across from right now. <laughs> Mujib is my trainer, right? So uh, this whole kind of like, you know, like, a la like attracts like and things like that, it's like, yes, you know, these, you know, it, I can think about the classes that I used to have and, you know, who would show up. And, and I can think of some classes, you know, 45, 50 bikes, and there would be at least one-fifth of that room CEOs, you know, not just entrepreneurs, like CEOs. I'm like, okay, she started that company. And a lot of badass women, too. She started that company. She started that company. And it's sort of like you said, this sort of like attracts like, and you get this sort of energy, you know, of people that want to want to be with one another and support another. And it just sort of attracts a certain personality type. And you do realize that you kind of start to share traits. And we would always kind of joke around here that people weed themselves out. You know, it's like, you know, because I would look around and I would legitimately say, you know, of, of folks that, that came here, I'd be like, you know what, we don't really have a lot of difficult people. We don't really have, you know, I'd hear horror stories from some people. Oh, we got this person or, you know, all this stuff. And, and you know, in eight years, I would always feel really lucky. I'm like, oh, man, we, you know, we don't really have that around here. And I always thought it was just because of this vibration and this energy that's created and this sort of passion that you kind of know it right away. Like if you walk in and, and somehow you're, you don't get it or you're repelled or repulsed by it, it's like it just kind of fl flushes it out. Um, and then sort of what we're left with, and I know it's going to sound like a group think culty type thing, but kind of what we're left with, though, is just kind of people on the same page that are here. Uh, it's about the joy. It's about the passion. And that's kind of what you get. Yeah. And it just made every day like, you know, not every day, let's be real, but like it made most days honestly really joyful and awesome to come into work and like you know so you know we continue that as best we can if you come to an outdoor class you come to that Saturday class you're gonna feel it you're gonna feel that energy you know well, that's what we my wife and I talk about with the videos that you put out um 
with the dance parties and stuff like that when it <laughs> yeah. first started. Like, I don't know if you all realized the effect that it was having on the people that were seeing those things, but it was like, it was such a shining light to see, to, mm. to, to still feel y'all's energy and to still feel like that, you know, like Chris was doing a little while for a while, Chris Brown was doing the, Christopher was doing the, like, just like a little talk, like almost like a morning motivation yeah, thing, you know? Yeah. And I would, I loved those so much because it gave me a chance to just interact with this, this, this person and mm -hmm. this, this expression of this person, you know? Mm -hmm. And I don't know. It, 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 so yeah, it is contagious. You are putting out that energy and we are picking it up and we are loving it. You know what I mean? And I don't know. I just, it's felt your yeah. passion for it, your excitement for it, your joy of it. It's felt by all of us who are taking it on. So you got hundreds of people that are like <laughs> praying for it to, oh, to do what it needs to do. And we're still benefiting from the fact that you're still willing to put your energy out there in the world. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, I want you guys to keep, you know, living out your, your passion when possible and spread joy when you can. And, and even if, even if that means like, you know, solitude may bring you joy, mm -hmm. you know, everybody it's, it's an individual thing, but know that it is contagious and, and so thankful. It's been about another hour yeah. again, probably something we could talk about passions and for a long for so time, long, get really know. lost in it. So we'll have to have the B side at some point. You guys can follow up on that, but I want to thank you, Mujib, once again for diving into this conversation. And, and he wanted to take it here, so credit to you for wanting to talk about joy and passion. And so. Thank you for being a part of it always. Oh, man. That. And let us know. We're serious. Get, you know, let's get to it. You know, we want to hear where, where do you guys want us to take this? So, you know, we're, we're happy to go many, many different places with this, with your feedback. So, Mom, I expect to hear from you uh, <laughs> this weekend, all right? Uh, so that's it, you guys. My name is Sarah. My name is Mujib. And thank you so much for listening. <laughs>